When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, let's go live to Eugene, Oregon. I've been looking forward to this. I've watched a lot of the event through the week. The World Track and Field Championships is underway. Uh, in fact, day eight today, let's go live to Matty Lynch, a former Central Coast athlete himself. Matty, good morning, mate. Welcome to Saturdays on the Coast. Well, good morning, everyone back there. It's uh, four o'clock in the afternoon here, so we're just firing up for, for day eight. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think we've got to start with the women's high jump. Oh. What a sensational event. Our own Olympic silver medalist, Nicola McDermott, slash Oleschlagers was in action, and she was fantastic. But Aussie gold, first time ever in the women's high jump. Tell us how it all unfolded for you. Oh, it was, it was unbelievable. They, they talk about Haywood Magic here, and I think that was our, our first real good glimpse at it from an Australian perspective. You know, we had Nina Kennedy get the bronze medal the night before. We were all still up and about, but, you know, this was this was another level. Um, obviously, Nicola really pushing hard. She hasn't competed as much this year as, you know, she did when she took the to Tokyo, but Eleanor Patterson is just, just another level. She was nearly out at 198 and comes in two metres, first time jumping two metres outdoors, and then to get 202 on her first attempt when she wasn't even in a medal place before, that was just, it was just unbelievable. I still get goosebumps about it. Yeah, it's a massive upset too because Yaroslava Mahuchik right through the Diamond League season set, you know, she was the red-hot favourite, no doubt about that. Just on Nicola, I did get a message from Matt Horsnell, so they won't make any excuses, Maddie. but she did get COVID. So, like a lot of athletes there, her preparation's disrupted and then she had an iron deficiency. So, she's had to overcome some obstacles, but Matt is... He's delighted with her progress. He said she's getting better every week, and he said, look out at the Commonwealth Games. She might be reaching some kind of peak. Your thoughts? Oh, 100%. It's not been the perfect season for Nicola, and if you compare it back to Tokyo 2021, it's definitely a completely different up. You know, she's, she got married in the middle of the season as well, so there's a lot of extra things going on, and for her to just be even out there, she, she was so close to even missing the final um, in the, in the qualifying had to get 193 on the last attempt but then you know she's finished fifth in the world which is her best result in this world champs competition and to be able to you know step back out on the track we, we should go one two in uh in birmingham 100 percent uh the performance of eleanor like when you consider what she's gone through the trials tribulations i think she stepped away from the sport for a while um and you know i, I guess to a certain extent you know what she did at the uh the olympics was uh fantastic but how far she's gone in that short period it's actually quite amazing Matt yeah she is the, the, the consummate professional so it, it, it's so interesting that Nicola and Eleanor both the same age they've been competing against each other for almost a decade I remember the first time Eleanor left onto the scene literally was in Townsville at the 2013 Australian Hall School she jumped 196 as a 17 year old and you know she's mm. Always been such a talented athlete, but now she's finally putting it together. She's got the team behind her, and look, it showed with it with the two hundred two. And now we've got a joint Australian record holder with both Eleanor and Nicola. 
Yeah, yeah, Matt, it was a fantastic performance. And I think you put in perspective how, how good the performance was. When I, I think when there was about 198 centimetres, I think there was something like eight jumpers still in, still in contention yeah. with at 198, which is unbelievable. And then for Eleanor then to, to go over and above that, 202 on a first jump, I think shows shows wonderful credit to her and, uh, and thoroughly deserved the win. Oh, 100%. Like, this year especially. So she was the first one to break the Australian record. She jumped 199. Then Nicholas surpassed that with her 2 and then 202. Um, Eleanor jumped 2 metres indoors when she got the silver medal at the World Indoors. And I think that was a little bit of a confidence booster for her. And, and to get out there and jump 202. You, she actually, I said it to her in the interview afterwards. It goes, you know, Kathy Freeman, Yana Pittman, Danny Stevens, Kelsey Lee Barber. And now Eleanor was in that group. And she was like, oh, yeah, I am amongst that kind of, that upper echelon now of, of Australian athletes. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And there was an Italian in there who we haven't seen for a couple of years. But if you look on paper, she's had fantastic pedigree as well. Maddie, you're a 400-metre runner, so I want to talk about some of the sprints. And in particular, yesterday were the 200s. Wow. I mean, I'm almost speechless watching last night, watching the replay. Noah Lyles, 1931, a US record. And you know what? I said to the boys this morning before we came on air... There is life after Usain Bolt. That record, the 200 records within reach, what were your thoughts of a cracking 200 final and the US get the trifecta? Yeah, well, I think it's the, it's the first time that since someone said 1908 at any chance that USA uh, did the sweep on the one and the two. Um, and it nearly went a sweep on the other side with the Jamaicans going in the one and two. It was Regina Ashton-Smith that sort of blew that one apart from all the, for the Jamaicans in the 200. But look, watching, going back and seeing all the predictions, everyone was like, oh, you know, Arian Knight and the youngster, he might lead them off the band. But Noah Lyles, he went 10-15 and 9-16. That is just unbelievable for his first 100 and his second 100. Mm. And that is... Th- th- actually, the funny thing was, obviously, Michael Johnson's there. He, he works for the BBC and... He was down there trackside straight after the medal ceremony to give him a, a bit of a hug and a high five and pass the bat over to Noel Lyles to the new American record. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned uh, Michael Johnson. Well, alongside me is Michael Butner, the great rugby league player. And that's your favourite athlete of all time. Uh, is that correct? Certainly. It's just an absolute freaking of athlete, that 200 and 400 metre runner. And his technique was effortless. It's uh, one of those things that just stick in my mind at how easy he made it look. Uh, and I'm sure it wasn't, but he made it look easy. I do want to touch on the 800 metres. Uh, Katrina Bissett fell in her event, but uh, was uh, promoted into the uh, final. And obviously Peter Bowl, who uh, his success at the Olympics where he came in fourth, uh, they're both positioned well, Matt. He had a, he had a very nervous weight, Matty. Yeah, yeah, he? he did, yeah. Finishing third oh, in that uh, heat we, of his. We had it too. It was uh, me, me and Bruce McAvaney sitting up in the back of the media stand you know, reading those, watching those times come up, and I, I remember that last heat. Well, he just needed, he just needed to be faster than fourth, and he was about 0.1 faster than fourth in that final heat, and he got through it. And the thing is, there's no, apart from you know the Olympic champions in there, but there's no actual standout performer this season. No one's really dropped anything crazy. So I think he's still in with a chance. Hopefully, if someone takes it out fast, I think that's going to you know come into Pete's hands a little bit. He's really, really fit. He's good over the 15 as well. And and this it, she goes again tonight. She actually got uh, 11 stitches on the inside of her thigh. She's basically got the imprint of a spike, which someone's trod on her as she was running around. So oh. you know, hopefully she can get back out there and then you know really put it to him. Yeah, I, I think she definitely deserved to be reinstated. She copped a massive push in the back in her heat. Uh, I want to talk about the women's 200. Sharika Jackson, 21.45, championship record. Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, 21.81, season's best. 
What a race that was by the Jamaicans. And, you know, again, the world record within sight. And there's a question mark over that world record as well, Matty. Oh, yeah. I, we, those, we even said it to the guys before. And I was like, could we see, you know, 21-34? Could we see it go? And this is from an athlete who didn't even progress through past the heats in Tokyo because she took it too easy and she got swamped at the end and didn't even make the semi-final. So I think this last season she's been like, I need to prove a point because I, I literally blew Tokyo. So, you know, now she's the first athlete, I think, either male or female to win a world medal in the 1, 2 and 400 metres. So she's the next level, Sharika Jackson. Matty, uh, there's one more event that I'd really like to focus on this morning. Uh, I know we really value your time coming to us live from Eugene, Oregon, but it's the win in the women's 3,000 steeplechase. Now, some of these events, I think the men's, they just kind of trotted around and then put the afterburners on for the last 800. But the women, they went after it from the word go, and the winner was from Kazakhstan, Nora Gerudo, 8.53.02. So work this out, boys. We've got a championship record. We've got a national record from the Ethiopian who was second, a personal best from Abibi, the Ethiopian who ran third, 8.56. But these women have run sub three minutes for 3K and they're going, Jumping o- hurdles. going over the hurdles, including the water jump. For me, that was an absolutely phenomenal race, Matty. How do you see it? Well, yeah, Gerudo even pushed the pace in the heat. It was like she just had she just had one, fo- one focused mind, just go, go, go. And it was interesting that last lap, every time she got to the steeple, she was the, the, the better jumper out of all of them and she would leap ahead. Then the girls would catch up, then she'd push away again. It was just like a cat and mouse. And until they got into the home straight, and Gerudo just took off. And, you know, she's the third fastest athlete in history, and she finally got that gold medal. Yeah, so there are a few of our favourite events. What about for you, Matty? What has stood out this week? It, it really is hard to go past <laughs> in that in that high jump. But Nina Kennedy, for me, you know, it, it, it set us off. You know, that was our first medal. It's always good, so... If you go back to Doha, it was Kelsey Lee Barber. We only got one medal. It was the women's javelin. It was a gold, but it was right at the end of the program. Uh, for this time around, you know, Nina Kennedy, day three, gets the bronze. And, you know, I, I love golf. Cam Smith just won the Open the same day for us. And then Nina Kennedy gets the bronze medal. You know, I, I was my two loves all at the same time. Matt, how would you rate the Australian team's performance thus far and, you know, as the uh, the championship comes to an end, how will they look back on this uh, championship uh, in terms of the results for the Australian uh, athletes? Oh, I think it's I think it's very consistent, and we're 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 getting a lot of you know finalists, top eight, top fifteen, top twenties, and, and and it is a young young team. The tricky thing is is going to be trying to get you know the heights of world champs, and now they've got to fly across the other side of the world and then compete again. In, in a comp where, you know, a lot of the European nations in America aren't there. And, and back in Australia, the Commonwealth Games does get, you know, pumped up a little bit more because it's a, it's a bigger meet. But, but some of the performances here are, are unbelievable and we, we really are mixing it with the rest of the world. And to have a world chance again next year in 23 in Budapest, you know, I, I think we can build up on it. We've got one of the biggest teams here, apart from America, we've got 118. We've got 63 athletes on the ground. And mm. look, they're really, you know, wearing the green and gold with pride and doing it justice. Hey, Matty, I'm just going through the start list for the uh, men's 5,000. Have we got a young Aussie in that field, or did he miss out? I'm just scrolling through. Oh, he might have missed he out, but he had a, fantastic, had a fantastic run in the heats, didn't he? Yeah, Kai Robinson, you know, first team. Um, he is a 
churchy boy from Queensland. You know, he sort of only really came up to stand in, in Queensland Athletics probably you know, the last couple of years, 2018, 2019. Goes to Stanford College and he broke the Australian under 20 record in the steeplechase last year, but he, you know, hasn't really contested the steeplechase, wanted to do the 5,000 metres flat. And I reckon if he was in that second heat, he would have he would have gone through because he he really stuck it to him in the first race, made some moves and like some veteran moves for a twenty year old. You know, tried to get to the front with friends to go, and you know he's running against these guys that are actual pros, and he's you know an amateur. Um, I think he's got a big future. We'll see him in Birmingham too, so I think he could do some damage there. Yeah, I think from the second heat, didn't about ten go through, and they were trying to pump the crowd up as yeah. well. They they, yeah. they pushed the pace because they obviously saw what what needed to be done and. You know, if, if Kai was in that race, he, he would have definitely made it through. But yeah, Jakobinka Briston's there pumping the crowd up with 100 metres left to go. You know, he's, he's playing it up, and I, I think he's a bit he's a bit cut that he didn't get the gold medal in the 1500 metres, so he's going to yeah. try and get it in the 5k. Yeah, well, that was a great race too. So, do you think the Norwegian is the favourite for the 5000? It's hard to say. He if it if it's slow, I think it plays into his hands. So if I was any of the other athletes, I'm trying to squeeze him out and really take it fast because I don't want to face him in a kick to the finish. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, Matty, fantastic job, mate. Now, you're in Eugene, Oregon. Do you get a gig at the Commonwealth Games as well? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm off home. Or I say I'm off home. I'm off to play golf down at Bandon Dunes for two days. So <laughs> that's <laughs> going to be my surprise at the end. And uh, I'll soak that up for a couple of days and then head back home. Yeah, fantastic, mate. Uh, well, you can be our official reporter through the Com Games, mate. Thank you so much for joining us live from Eugene, Oregon. No worries. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me.